All right, all right. Feeney Talks with Friends, episode 77. My name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of Friends of Feeney. I use this podcast and I talk to people that are in the West Hartford community. And we have Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing good today. Good, good. We're outside. It's a beautiful day. As you can see, we're outside at Gastro Park, 637 New Park. They have Fuego Payete. Fuego Payete. Fuego Picante. <laughs> You're going to cut that. Fuego Picante. <laughs> at, at sign threw me off. And then Lobster Tails. Uh, just <clears throat> so nice out, so we decided to film outside. We're with Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, so we talk with people in the community. What, what brings you to the West Hartford community? Um, I came over here. Uh, been homeless almost five years. Um, I came this way to, you know, get away from everything. And, you know, I don't like being around a lot of people. So over here, it's quiet. It, nobody bothers me. I love it. I have my little circle where my tent is. I know if anything I need or anything happens, I know right where to go, and I love it. And you choose to be homeless? Mm, I have a housing program right now. I'm just waiting for them and whatever they're doing. Um, so a few years ago, my tent got bulldozed where it was previously and that kind of messed things up quite a bit. I had just gotten my birth certificate. I had to check to get my ID and gone. So trying to get all that back on top of the virus, it was just horrible. So I was working with another housing program and my caseworker was like, you don't have to work with Ernie anymore. You got a new housing program. All right, cool. Been waiting ever since. It's been probably about a year and a half. And uh, kind of bothers me. You know, I see some people haven't been homeless very long. You know, they get an apartment and then it's like, by the time you turn around, you hear they're getting evicted already. And it's like, ugh. Like, I, that could have been me. Yeah. You and know? So I just kind of take it day by day, you know. I didn't get here overnight, and it's not going to change overnight. And it's not as easy and as simple as some people like to believe it is, you know. Yeah. You hear the get a job, you know, do this, do that. It's If I could, I would, you know. I had um, a job in the summer, not last summer, the summer before, with a man that I met, you know, just doing landscaping, you know, whatever. Um, his church that he attends in Farmington, we redid the landscaping all. They put an addition onto the church, so we, you know, redid everything for them. And uh, he had a few properties and, you know, his friends from church that we did. And it was nice. So. No, I know um, your familiar face in the Elmwood community. <laughs> Um, we hit it off. I work with Lions Auto, and they're yeah. wonderful people at Lions. They are. And they take cans, and I was transfer, transferring cans to our Chet down at the West Hartford Redemption Center, and a bag mm -hmm. of cans blew off the truck. 
It was I, so windy that day. <laughs> I didn't know that. And then I, I, back at Lions, you came over and said, hey, I have your cans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that is so nice. And our yeah. motto is be a good friend. And I thought that was a really friendly thing to do. Uh, you could have kept them. You could have, you know, or you could have done so many different things. And I thought that was really when honest. When I talk about that with people, they're like, why didn't you keep them? And I go, because when I realized, you know, what it was for and when I saw you pull into there, I'm like, oh, no, you know, and I realized what it was for, you know, it kind of, cha- it, you know, it gives you a change of heart, you know. Yeah. So it's like people, you know, it's not all bad, you know. There, not too long ago, I, I held the door. I hold the door for people. You know, I do a lot of people's cars break down, you know. So many things happen, and... You know, here I am, I'm like trying to do, on my birthday, I helped the guy's car broke down. And he was like, what? It's your birthday. And I'm like, listen, I, I try to do at least one good deed a day. Nice. Just two weeks ago now, I was um, on the news for uh, Hartford Healthcare. They have a care van that comes around and it's not just homeless people that they help. It's anybody in the community. And they got a new ambulance that Hunter's Ambulance donated to them. So they asked me if I would do an interview with NBC 30. So I said, yeah. Oh, nice. We got to try to pull that up. We'll, so, we'll be able to find that. Yeah. Put a link on the podcast. So it, it was kind of funny. They had the ambulance in auxiliary mode. And then <laughs> we were finished. The ambulance would not start. So I ran over to Lions. And they're like, we'll be right there. Come to find out, the news reporter actually brings her car to get fixed at Lions. She's like, I love them. And I'm go see, you guys help me. I can help you. Yeah. That's great you that know? you say that. Our motto is be a good friend, you know. And I always say, hold the door for someone. Give a compliment. Be charitable, you know. And uh, you, you do all that. So thank you, Chris. I try to do something every day for someone, you know. And... Uh, People, people notice stuff like that, you know? It's not, you know, for me, I'm human too. I have feelings. I'm, you know, I cry. I laugh. <laughs> I do everything just as a normal person does. Yeah. Some days are harder than others for me where I'm, like, behind the corner pug, like, bawling my eyes out. I hate my life. But I wipe my tears and I go back. Some, some days I'm like, hey, you need a smile, you know? And it makes people like realize like, wow, I do need a smile. I, tell, I told some, somebody the couple, couple weeks ago, I'm like, smile, your life's not that bad. I go, you gotta live, be in my shoes. And ever since then, every time he sees me, Hey, Chris, how are you? You know, it's just little, little things that, you know, like holding the door. Yeah. No, then, then the you viruses, know. The virus screwed a lot of things up. You know, it, it people have no ma- manners, no respect anymore. And it's like all the people that grew up with that, like, so all with respect, I hold the door. People don't say thank you. So I just say, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. You That's know, a- people. some people think it's sarcastic, but it's not. 
you know. I've tried to be as polite as I can to people, and it's not always easy, you know. But I do my best. Like I said, I'm human too. <laughs> no, I'm really happy to hear that because people do make assumptions um, and think mm -hmm. that, you know, you are not looking for a job or you want you want to be homeless. So it's good to hear that you you don't want to be homeless. I, w I wish my caseworker never told me to stop working with Ernie because I could have had an apartment now and could have just, you know, s switched programs. And like I said, it's difficult watching some of these people get apartments and then just lose them like nothing. Or it, it's even more difficult for me being in this vicinity, the only homeless person. Everybody else that comes over here, there's a new couple. They have a car, they both have jobs, but you're holding a sign saying you need help? With what? It, it bothers me, it's wrong. Yeah. Because then who suffers? Me. How does that work? Do you guys have an agreement of no. who, what time you guys get or? No. Norm, we kind of have like a unspoken rules, so to speak. You know, if that's some, you know, we call them our spots. If that's somebody's spot, that's their spot. You respect that. But a lot of, you know, these people that are not homeless or whatever the case may be, they, oh, I go home every day, so they don't care. And that's what, you know, people will see, you know, somebody arguing with somebody over it. But nine times out of ten, it's because one of those people are not homeless and they don't care. Those are the people that mess everything up versus, you know, somebody says, wait a minute, I know that person, that's my neighbor. What, what do they do? And then it goes on and on and on. Well, if they're not homeless, they must not be, but that's not always the case. You know, I tell people, I'm homeless. I know who's homeless and who's not. Yeah. Whether I'm hanging out with somebody or not, normally I'm not, but, <laughs> you know, I still know who I'm out here. I, I, you know, the programs that I deal with, I have to at times see these people when I go there, you know. You can kind of tell sometimes who's homeless on top of, you know. So it's like frustrating when it, these people come out here and, what do you need help with? You have a job, a car, what, do you, what? There's programs out there for people like you, you know? If you're struggling, that's not, I don't want to say like for you, but you know, it's not for anybody really either, but you know, it, it's, just, it's just very frustrating seeing that, you know? How often does that happen, you think? Uh, it's not, I mean, there are people that are not homeless that do it every day. But, you know, I'm only one person. I can't sit there and be like, there's nothing I can do about it, nothing you can do about it, but at least be aware uh, uh, of it, you know? Yeah. That's why I try to, like, 
Oh, let me rock that hat. I'm getting fried over here. <laughs> I'll, uh... You know, not not in a bad way, like throwing somebody under the bus. But if you're not homeless, you, there's no reason for you to do that. Yeah. You know, and then they write "God bless you" on their signs. You're deceiving these people. You're you're lying to them, and they wholeheartedly believe believe you. Like I have people think I'm not homeless. I have nothing to hide. I'm right here, right here. You know, it, it's just aggravating, you know, because you have no control over it. So it's a little. What if you had some ways to change that? What would be some ways you think you could change that? There's no changing it. You know, people, they're going to do what they want to do, you know. It's just, I don't like people seeing like a, everybody has a, you know, an angry side. A, I don't want to say a bad side, but, you know, people, every, people get angry. I don't like people seeing that, you know. And I do get angry when somebody's in my spot that's not homeless and has a job and a car yeah. and goes home every day. You're taking food out of my mouth that I need. It's just aggravating <laughs> How? and you want to like get angry and yell but i i just i'll i just sit there go yeah you don't really approach cars you don't say anything mm -hmm. you kind of just hang out and what do you so, do you typically ask for something or what are you looking for or? no people give what they want to give or you have people that you know they give what God asks of them, yep. you know, or their higher power, whoever, you know. Not everybody gives money. People, I have people that bring me waters, you know, food, clothes, everything, you know. It's not all about the money. I have people that drive by me every day that never even given me a water, but still check on me. That means more to me than anything else, you know. I have, every afternoon, I have a bus of kids um, always wave to me every day. They're waving, blowing kisses, checking on me. That's awesome. And these are just innocent kids. You know, granted, I'm sure they know that I'm homeless, but they don't. They don't care. Yeah, you should be nice to anyone, um, size, shape, color. Um, so that makes me very happy, especially the youth. You know, we got to teach that. Bus thirty-two. Oh, nice. I don't know. I don't know if they're. I, they gotta be maybe middle school kids. But it's like every day, faithfully. And if I see the bus, I'll walk down. So you know, the kids. Are they, they going can, this way in the light? They go this way, like towards yeah. New Brighton now. So. It's just, it's a good feeling, Yeah. you know? It's a good feeling when parents allow their kids to be curious and to wave and say hi and, you know, I hope you have a good day, you know? like That's important. It is. It, it really is. How much, what was the, like, the biggest gift that you received or the nicest gift? The biggest gift that I received was... A hotel room for two weeks 
Oh, wow. And that was a thank you from the man that I worked with um, for everything that it was three homeless people. Um, a thank you for everything we did for him. And uh, he has since moved back to his home country of Switzerland. But, you know, which was kind of difficult for us because, you know, we got to know him a lot more than what we already knew. We found things out about him that nobody else knows. And uh, it was nice that he opened up to us and that was his thank you and his thank you of helping him get closer to God. And I never seen this man like tear up or anything and he's like, I have to go, <laughs> you know, and it confused us. We're like, how did we help him get closer to God? But I think him, he was there when our tent got bulldozed. So seeing the other side of us, I think really like opened his eyes and kind of, you know, I don't know how to say. He, he was having, you know, like issues at home and he, you know, doing, being with us and, you know, talking with us about, you know, whatever, you know, he, he it, slowly stopped for him. And I think that kind of made him like a little more humble, kind of to almost like taking a step in our shoes and seeing it and realizing what he has. He, um, so we actually, he admitted to us who he really was and we were the only ones that knew and uh, he's from a very big family in Switzerland. They uh, they make um, knives, Victoria Knox. He's one of the kids. His parents used to own it. His grandparents, his grandfather's the one that invented the oh, wow. Swiss Army knife, as you know, the Americanized name that he says. So it was nice to you know. I don't know who I'm gonna meet. You know, I could meet uh, some actress or actor, or and I may not know who they are. Yeah. You know, but they were a star at one point. I don't know that. It's, every day is different, you know? Every day I, I see different people. It's not always the same, you know? And something like that, like, it, it was like, whoa. Like, of all people, like, this man was helping us, you know? And it, like, helped us a little bit, too, to, like, you know, humbled us a little more and made us, like, whoa. You know, it could have been anybody, but he chose us, you know? So we got kind of close to him, so it kind of, you know, hurt us when he left. But he'll be back, so... <laughs> How will you get in contact, or will he come find you? So, before he left, I asked him, I said, can I write to you at Victoria Knox? And he looked at me, and he was like, and he saw the look on my face that I was like, for real? And he was like, of course. So I've, I haven't written him yet because, you know, it's just 
barely been a year that he's been gone. So I kind of, you know, he, they didn't really want to move back, but they had to. So want re, want him to get settled and, you know, not happen. Because I know he worries about us, you know. So, but I will, I will write to him. And was that an interaction that was met over here? Yeah. That connection all happened at the pug, corner pug? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other funny interactions at the at the corner pug? Oh, I have a lot. <laughs> we'll play a game. It's a storytelling game. Your I first don't know. your first interaction at the pug, your last interaction at the pug, your best interaction at the pug, and your worst interaction at the pug. I really I really don't know. You know, like I said, every day is different, you know. Some days are better than others, and, you know, like I said, some days I'm behind the building crying, and, like, they're like, Chris, are you okay? You know, like, the staff will come out from either the restaurant or the nail salon, and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, just take it a minute. <laughs> you know, I need a minute sometimes, too, because people are very cruel. Yeah. Very cruel. So... Sometimes I leave school like that, though. You know, tough day in the third grade. I, got, I need a minute That's to cry right. a little bit. You got to. You got to. But, people, you know, I try not to let people see that too much because, you know, they'll, some people take it and run with it, you know, especially cruel people. So I try to, you know, just take a minute or, you know, people will be like, where were you? I was lucky for you. Hiding in my tent. <laughs> I needed a minute, you know. Do you try to be out there certain hours or no. whenever you feel like going down there, Honestly, you go down I'm there? I'm up early, Bird. I'm up early. It's just, I've always been that way. I go, I'm laying down by like 9 o'clock. <laughs> Probably sometimes sleeping by 9 o'clock, you know. But now that it's a little nicer out, you know. A couple nights ago, I just sat outside the patio in front of the pug. Just, it was beautiful out, you know. And the people at the pug are cool with you hanging out? Oh, they're amazing. They are amazing. Pre-virus, not so much. But now, they're every single one of them. Every one of them. That makes me happy to hear. I like the corner pug. I love it. I've had probably just about everything on that menu, <laughs> at least once or twice, you know. What's your favorite? Uh, right now, my favorite is pug fries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> vinegar or no vinegar? No vinegar. But my, really, my all-time favorite is sweet potato fries. Oh, wow. Yeah. The mac and cheese is good, too. Everything is Rubens, good. Rubens, mac everything. and cheese. Reuben is my second, and then steak and cheese. Oh, yeah, I saw you on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. That's right. You were going yep. to fill up your water. Yeah. And that's when I gave you my business card with the number, and then we made the connection. It was so crazy because I'm like, I didn't know who, who you were at first. Even just returning the bottles and cans, I didn't know that was you. And then when you handed me the card, I was like, oh. Like, my heart kind of dropped a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I see it, you know, I, people with the magnets on their cars, and, you know, and I'm like, but I've never 
seeing you. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's yeah. my, th you never know who you're going to meet. Every day is different. My friend saw you and you were like, you got the business card out and you were like, hey, you got the sticker. I got the card. <laughs> and then my friend recently texted me, oh, I see the lady by the pugs rocking your hat. Now, so see, normally when it's sunny out like this, I'll use my umbrella because I honestly am never really a hat person, but you know, certain things when people give them, you know, it means something. So, you know, a friend of mine was like, you look really good in that hat. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So now I'm going to keep wearing it. <laughs> you do look great in that hat. That is a nice hat. What's the purple? Bow. I found it. And I'm, some people, you know, when I'm all bundled up, you know, granted, I get it. You know, they don't know. Especially in the winter time, you got like 50 layers on and I'm all bundled up. And they're like, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, <laughs> not a sir. But, you know, it happens. You don't know, you know. So I try to at least put something a little girly on. I'm not really a girly girl either, but. <laughs> now, when you're going by and you see people at the pug, what word do you hear the most? A lot of people go, hey. 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 Or lately it's been, yo. <laughs> and I'm like, a lot of, it's so cute. A lot of kids go, excuse me. They're so cute. <laughs> Those are like the most. And then, of course, you're going to job. <laughs> but, you know. It comes with the territory, you know. At first, I used to get upset over it, and then I'm like, you know, I get it. You know, if it w if that was me, you know, I'd probably feel the same way. But then, you know, you kind of have to take a step back and look at, you know, like the bigger picture. You know, some people, yes, they choose this, and some people have no choice, you know but it's all in what you do, you know? There, you know, I tell, talking to somebody not too long ago, like when you have kids, they say there's no manual about being a parent. There's no manual when you become homeless either. You know, you learn things as you go. You know, I know people that were homeless for almost eight years and he, he was a veteran, you know? Everybody's different. They categorize you, which I understand, you know. So believe it or not, even, for example, you being a veteran, right? Yep. I may end up being in a higher category than you because I'm a domestic violence survivor, you know, or, you know, whatever. Everything is a category, and they put you in these little brackets. And, you know, so even though you're... you're <clears throat> Not in a bad way, but, you know, more well-off than I am, I may be in a higher category, so I'm a higher priority than you are. So, it, and that's another thing that's kind of, like, frustrating, too, because it's like, but I've been out here for so long. You know, and the, you have the people that, you're still out here? Yeah, and I'm going to continue to be until I'm where I need to be. I, it, I can't snap my fingers in it just happen you know 
the virus really, really messed a lot of things up for a lot of people. Not just, you know, people like myself, but people, you know, I say people in the real world, <laughs> you know, and it's hard. It's still hard for some people, you know. Where do you see yourself in one year? Hopefully in an apartment. What skills or background do you have for like working experiences? Landscaping, you know, never. Really, I kind of was a stay at home mom. So I kind of, you know, I um, went to school for medical assisting and, you know, obviously becoming in this situation, you know, stopping was, had to, had to. So when I am back on my feet, that's something that I want to continue to do. Um, and just take baby steps. You know, that's not even a day at a time. I'm taking baby steps, you know. A lot of people will, because they're so, I guess you would say, used to living this way, they fall right back into it. That's why I don't care if it takes me 10 years. As long as I know that I've taken my baby steps and I know I'm not going to fall again, that's what matters to me. Yeah. I always my whole life I've always said don't rush things when you rush things something always falls apart may not be right away but it will happen so I try not to rush <laughs> were, you, were you were you from Connecticut yeah yeah my whole life still here yeah How are you with, uh, you want to play a game? Trivia or finish the songs? How are you with trivia or songs? The pug has trivia <laughs> on Tuesday nights and I can't. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. But I, I think it's more or less the way that, that the guy puts them. Have you ever been there for trivia? No, I got to try it. Tuesday nights they have it. And it's like, some of them, you, you, they're, like, so simple, and you're like, are you kidding me? But some of the people that go faithfully every week, like, even they have a hard time sometimes. But not really a game person. I don't know. I watched your uh, incoherent game. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Some of those are really hard, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, did you watch it on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, Incoherent. That's a yeah. game. They do games here at Gastro Park. I think Wednesday night is game night. Happy hour all day. I'm going to mess that up. It's either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, cool. Incoherent. Yeah, that's the kids' version. It's pretty fun. And then there's an adult version. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew. I should have played that. No. Oh, we're going to play the dice game. The dice game. Oh, but before that, I want to just promote a... We're doing a Ukraine to um, Weha benefit at New Park Brewery. 
on April 28th, 6 to 9. We're collaborating with Sponsorship Circle, my friend Keith, Chris, Juan, Anna, Natasha, and our friends of Feeney we're collaborating. There's Alan from the John Street Band. Get your tickets here. So we got trivia. You're not in the trivia. We got songs, not in the <laughs> trivia at the pug. All right, we're going to roll the dice. Roll the dice and answer the question. I'll All go right. first. It's Let's Talk. It's a, it's a talking game. You get to roll three and answer any question you want. Uh -oh. oh, just don't get it in the hole. <laughs> oh, let's see. What do you like better, singing, dancing? What do you like better, singing or dancing? I'm terrible at both. So, but I do like singing. And what food do you like best and why? Tacos. Here, we'll get some more. Pick one, any one you want. We'll do blue and orange. So we got, someone is being made fun of, what should you do? When you have a conflict with another person, what is the hardest thing about making up? <laughs> what would you rather have, a boat or a plane? We'll go with when you have a conflict with another person, what is the hardest thing about making up? I think a lot of people have a hard time saying I'm sorry. Mm and owning up to whatever that conflict was, you know? They just kind of brush it off and just like keep going. Either they stop talking or act like they never had a conflict and just keep it going. You I know? agree, you gotta admit I'm when you're sorry wrong. I'm sorry is, it's powerful, you know? I agree. Just like saying, I love you and love you, love you, it's something you say to your friends. When you say, I love you, like, that's different. Like, yeah. that's, that's the words. <laughs> words matter. All right, let's do a couple more. That was a good one. All right. When you have a conflict, oh, that was the same one. Mm -hmm. Your friend has a new toy. When you see it, they say, oh, you ask to see it, they say no. Oh. Mm. You can just... Wait your turn Is or ask nicely. Is that an adult nicely. toy or a kid toy? <laughs> <laughs> what can you do all by yourself that you couldn't do before? Yeah, this is geared to five, five and up. Okay, I feel so. angry. Oh, I feel angry when the Knicks lose. <laughs> Name all the people who live in your house. What superpower would you like to have? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm between flying and turning invisible. I'm going with being invisible. Yeah. What would you do? Be invisible. Yeah. Definitely. All right, do one more spin. Got it in the hole, but nice. it through. You borrowed something without asking and broke it. What should you do? Oh, we got the singing and dancing. What holiday do you like best and why? A friend asks if you like their shirt. You don't really like it. What should you say? And I feel angry. When? When you're feeling frustrated, what are two things you can do to keep trying? Hmm. Hmm. 
We'll go with the holiday. Christmas is my favorite holiday. You know, that's like the big holiday, you know, where everybody, no matter what, gets along and, you know, tries to have a good time. Yeah. You, you know, where wh- your whole family is together no matter what. So. Did you, what'd you do this Christmas? Uh, I was here and went and saw my daughter. So. Oh, you have a child? How old? She just turned eight, April 2nd. Oh, nice. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my birthday. Really? April 2nd. You know what's so funny? April 2nd, somebody went to the pub to eat and it was his birthday. And, uh, you know, his family was like, oh, happy birthday. And they go, oh, it's your birthday? It's my daughter's birthday, too. And he was like, oh, cool. And he ends up dropping his food. And I'm like, I felt so bad. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I have a big birthday, too. My March 15th, uh, I have a couple family members and friends that, well, we all have the same birthday. March is a big birthday month in my family. So... When's the last time you talked or saw your family? Talked with? I mean, I still am in contact with, you know, a couple of people. But mostly I I don't talk to them. And it's been way before all this, you know, so. I mean, eventually I'm sure it'll come back, you know. Things take time. Yeah. You know, things don't happen overnight, not in a blink of an eye, as much as we wish it would. Yeah. One of our guests said, you can't move a mountain, but you could move rock by rock. So mm-hmm. don't try to move the whole mountain at once. Just That's grab right. one rock at a time. That's right. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. Mm-hmm. What what small steps are you taking until I get back on so your So right now I'm working on seeing what's going on with my housing, you know, and I'm, I know I'm not the only person, so, you know, there's a lot of people out there. It's not just, you know, people that you see out here. You know, there's other people that the program I work with, they work not just, you know, homeless people, there's other people they work with. So, you know, I had to take a step back and realize, like, all right, Chris, you're not the only one, like, breathe, you know, because it gets very frustrating. And, you know, you almost get angry, like, like, really? You know, so I had to, you know, take a step back and really, like, all right, relax, you know, you have no control over this. You know, I've done everything that I can do, you know, so waiting, you know, on them is like the hard part. But taking baby steps and just, you know, whatever else I could do or need to do, you know, then I ha- then that's what I have to do. But right now I've done literally everything I can do. So, you know, just waiting is the hard part. What if someone, like, hypothetically offered you, like, a job in an apartment tomorrow in in Hartford? Would you take it? 
it depends. You know, sometimes, you know, I've had people say, oh, I have an empty apartment. You know, I don't want anything. But then it comes to, you know, they'll start little by little. You'll hear ulterior motives, which is not my cup of tea. I'll just say it that way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there are people that do, but I won't. So you kind of have to, or, you know, my big thing is, is I don't get in anybody's car, you know, not, you know, in a bad way, you know, I have to keep myself safe. And so don't you, you know, anything can happen. We could talk about something and then all of a sudden you get angry and whoop, there goes that, you know, it's a, it's a fine line, you know, and I try not to cross it too much. You know, yeah, I have gotten in people's cars, but, you know, going to work or an appointment or something, you know, I have maybe, I can count on my fingers how many people's cars I've gotten into. And it took a long time for that to even happen. Even my caseworker, I wouldn't get in her car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, I have been in accidents that were kind of bad, so I have a little anxiety with vehicles on top of that. So I kind of, you know, try to be as safe as I can, you know. When I have to, then, you know, yeah. You know, like you asked me, you want to ride that? have a walk it's right here you know if it were like on the other side of town and I had no idea no idea where I was going then absolutely I probably would have you know I literally know like this part of West Hartford you know and a little bit over by like the boulevard because that's where um I was working in the house on the boulevard so kind of know like that little area but other than that, people are like, oh, do you know where such and such is? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I know this, and that's it. <laughs> so. What is your daily <clears throat> routine? routine? Yeah. Get up, coffee, 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 <laughs> until like 1 o'clock. <laughs> and then I'll have. You, you know, make I'll your have, own coffee? Or do you get it somewhere? Usually I'll go to Cumbies in the morning or I'll go to the gas station down there. Um, if I have gift cards, I go to Dunkin', McDonald's, Burger King, you know, whatever. Um, lately I, I've been going to Cumbies and I've been uh, on their hash brown kick. Ooh. Yeah, so... I was really upset when they didn't have them for, like, two weeks. <laughs> you know, you look forward to, like, certain little things, you know. You get in a routine of, you know, doing something, and then you're like, really? Like, they didn't have limited edition coffee for months, and I lo- every single one that they've had, I love it. So they just recently got, got one back, and so that I've been going back there ever since, so... You know. I wish I knew. I wish I really wanted a Varium to be open. I would have got you a coffee. But I did stop and get some drinks and snacks. Which one? I know. Let's pull out some snacks. You tell us your favorite when you taste test and score them. You ever see one bite? Everybody knows the rules. We're going to do one bite. Snacks edition. 
exhibition. I know. Hot fries. Oh, no spices though. Hot fries. These go down. I can't Powder do donuts. spicy. I'm not a spicy person. Twinkies. Classic. Zingers. Classic. Cupcakes. Orange. And then of course, though. Easter eggs. Come on. Extra peanut butter you know, and Easter eggs. I went eggs. to CVS yesterday and I was really upset because they have not the big Cadbury eggs, but the you know the little chocolate ones, and they only come out at Easter time. Gone. I only found three. Wait, with the, with the egg yolk or with the no, Cadbury egg with, with the, the shell? With the shell. Oh yeah. With the chocolate inside. You like those? Those are my favorite. So CVS has had them on sale for weeks. I go in yesterday. All gone. Oh man. I went. Oh no, this is not happening. I found they have like, you know, little teeny tiny bags. Well, I end up finding one and I'm like, there's gotta be more somewhere. So I ended up finding two more and I was like, yes. So the one of the workers goes, you know, thank God I put two of them on hold because I'm like, I was just in here and they were everywhere and now they're nothing she's like try walmart i'm like i'm not a walmart person <laughs> too many people i go and it's probably a disaster in there <laughs> yeah and then these are new baby bunt cakes yeah I strawberry see, I cheesecake all right where would you go first if you had the choice the reese's reese's yeah reese's reese's well, i'm gonna try one of these new strawberry cheesecakes do you want to split it, or should I offer it to Kyle? I'm good. You try this yet? No. Hey, sorry, we're closed today. We are. Yeah. Closed. It'll be seven days a week in May. You know her? Yeah, I know her. You know, I know Chris? Her. Chris? Mm-hmm. From, from the pug. Probably can't see. Interesting. Wow. It is really weird. Um, I've seen them, but I never. They had a. Where did I see it? Oh, Oakland Market. They had a lemon. A lemon yeah, one. there's a lemon one too. Yeah. Is there coconut on it? Oh. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, weird. Interesting. You know, I was in, I talked to one of the girls that works at the gas station and I go, all these snacks and stuff, I've never had these when I was a kid. It was just all regular snacks. Yeah. Plain. They got all these crazy things now. The kids are all hyped up on those Kinder eggs. Oh, I know. They are good though. I like Kinder Eggs. I'm, I was close to getting one of those, but I chose the egg instead. All right, so you know you I'm a teacher. You ever had the white chocolate? White chocolate Reese's eggs? Mm -hmm. No way. Nope. Come on. What? Where are those? Not even white chocolate Reese's cup? Never. Oh, my goodness. I'm writing that one down, too. Oh. Where'd you have it? Is it, a, is it an Easter thing? No. Or just... They have, um... 
all the time. Cumberland Farms has them. CVS has them. Pretty sure that gas station has them. Can't believe you never had them. I like white chocolate, so I'm a white chocolate person. Do you have a favorite teacher? Favorite teacher? Right now, you. <laughs> yeah, good answer. <laughs> good answer. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that. You teach, what, third grade? Yeah. How's that? I like it. It's challenging. Um, yeah, that's a little funky age now. There are... Uh, I might as well tell you, but I am up for nominated for Teacher of the Year in West Hartford. See that? So the first time see I dropped that? it on the podcast, I want to tell my friend Chris. There you go. See? And that's why you're my favorite teacher. See that? See? So I might as well there share. There you go. You're my favorite. If you I'm your favorite teacher, I'm very proud. I work hard. It's not easy all the time. I have a student that uh, speaks French. Wow. So we communicate on the iPad. So that's a challenging, it's fun. I'm learning French, more French than I've ever spoken in my entire life this year. You know, it's so funny because I was- And the kids are learning it too. Just His talking are. about Saturday with the employees at the pub, I'm talking about, you know, things that they still do in school and don't do in school. And I'm like, do they still teach French and Spanish in school? And she's like, yeah, but then, you know, you don't have to choose anymore cursive they don't teach cursive anymore not i'm like oh my goodness yeah keyboarding yeah tablets that's it you know and i get for certain things yeah you know but you, when the kid can't sign his name you know f when they get older then what are you gonna do you always gotta sign your name for something i agree <laughs> So favorite teacher? Me. Great answer. Makes me so happy. Yeah. Favorite restaurant? Ooh. The Pug. Pug. Now, well, we'll could... say in, the, in West Hartford. And if you could eat at the Pug with four guests, any four guests, Ooh. dead or alive, who are you eating with? Uh, my grandfather. Um... Oh, this is tough. My kids. And... I don't know. I think that, that'd just be it. Yeah. Good answer. You know? Have you met your grandfather before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have that. That's a popular answer. If someone loses a loved one, you know, yeah. you want to reconnect. I've had a couple family members pass away being homeless, so it's a little, you know, difficult. But, you know. Wait, you had family members pass away while you were homeless or they were also? Well, I was. Well, I was. So it was a little difficult, you know. And did you miss the opportunity to see them and, and mourn them? One of them, Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. That stinks. It does, but, you know, 
sometimes people don't go to funerals. They don't go, you know, they mourn in their own way. You know, they grieve in their own way. So kind of just that way for me, you know. It was a little difficult, not, you know, but after you kind of, you know, maybe it was better that way, you know. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Try to look at the positive through all this, you know. Some everything is always so negative, you know. You turn look at the TV; it's always bad stuff. The paper; it's bad stuff. Like, so I try to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. You ready for some crazy questions? Sponsored uh -oh. by Donut Crazy. You ever go to Donut Crazy? No. All right. Are you ready for crazy questions? Depends on what kind of crazy questions. Would you rather drink <laughs> buffalo sauce or sweet and sour sauce? Sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Apple pie or pumpkin pie? Apple. Singer or dancer? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather break an arm or break a leg? Ooh. Ooh. Depends on what... If it's my right arm, I'd rather break a leg, but my left arm, I'd rather break than a leg. Yeah. Would you rather f fly or read minds? Read minds. Would you rather chocolate cake or strawberry pie? Chocolate cake. Would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Ooh. The book. Nice. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Oh, man. Neither. I hate being too hot and I hate being cold. <laughs> Would you rather eat rotten cheese or rotten eggs? Oh. Well, cheese is already rotten, so cheese. There you go. <laughs> Would you rather have an extra finger or extra toe? Toe. Would you rather be three feet tall or eight feet tall? I'm closer to three feet tall, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be the super the superhero or the villain? Ooh, uh, the superhero. Would you rather have a human head on a dog body or a dog head on a human body? I don't know, both is a little awkward. <laughs> Would you rather play every instrument or speak every language? Speak every language. Nice, that is a superpower right there. <clears throat> Would you rather smell like chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Would you rather have a, a robot or a helper monkey? Ooh. A robot. Red or blue? Blue. Tupac or Biggie? I plead the fifth. <laughs> Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Ooh. Jordan. Yeah. Cheers to that. How do you feeling after crazy questions? They're not too many, not that crazy. <laughs> do you have any questions for me? No. <laughs> do you have any recommendations? You said you like books. Do you have any book recommendations, podcasts, songs, movies? You ever read The Shack? No, what's that? It's about God. The Shack? Yep. All right. You heard it here. We're going to read The Shack. Is it a fiction or nonfiction? It's a true story. 
Okay. So somebody gave me that book, and I couldn't put the book down. I would read it there. And then somebody goes, there's a movie. And, you know, yeah, I have a phone, works on Wi-Fi, you know. I'll download stuff, send inside the pug. So I downloaded the movie and complete... Doesn't do it justice? No. The book... Not that I don't believe in God, but at the time I was a little like, you know, being in this situation, sometimes you, you question a lot of things. So when I started reading the book, you know, it does, it really, it like changes you. And I had a couple, you know, people that I know and they're like, that is my favorite book. Oh, nice. So, you know, some people knew about the book and some people didn't. Um... A friend of mine that didn't know about the book still continues to read the book to this day. <laughs> so it's a really good book. All even right. even you know not even if you don't believe in God, it's still a really good book, and it opens your eyes to a lot of things. All right, so, got a book recommendation: The Shack. Yeah. Is it like <clears throat> the shack, as in like a, a fort or like a, a shed? Like. The shack. Like the garage? like Yeah, like a shack. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was wonderful to talk with you. Thank I didn't you. thank all my sponsors. I didn't thank Kyle and Dave from Direct Line Media. None of this would podcast wouldn't be possible without Tate and all of our friends at Gastro Park. Uh, Luna Pizza is a new podcast. Check out the Luna Pizza podcast okay. on episode 70. Golf Law Group. Weeha Roasting and Brewing, West Hartford Lock, The Fix IV, Donut Crazy, Keating Agency Insurance. All thanks are all wonderful podcast sponsors. That's awesome. We have a great guest coming up soon. Um, Rachel Webster, we helped her through the Lions. Lions, Amy yeah, connected me with Yeah, she told me about that. Rachel, you know Rachel? I you don't heard about know her, her but it, I, when I was talking to Amy about doing this, she you know, told me about that, so... Yeah, our motto, be a good friend, you know, hold the door for someone, pick up trash. How is Amy a good friend to you? You know, at first I used to just go in there, buy something to drink, you know, snacks, you know. And then the summertime, it was so hot. I had nowhere to get water, you know. So I would go in and, you know, ask for water. And they're like, you know where it is. So that's, you know, when I go in there, like, I don't even have to ask anymore. They're like, you already know, go. So, you know, that's why, like, I love my little circle. You know, I have the pug, even the nail salon, you know, lions. I know where, you know, God forbid if anything happened, where to go, you know. And I know those people would be there for me, you know which is a great feeling. So they're, they're awesome. And then ha having them help, you know, people that helped me, you know, Kelly and Dawn were like, where did you go? And I go, to help you guys. And like, they got all teary eyed and, you know, it was, it's a good feeling being able to, you know, even though, yeah, it was just having them jump the ambulance, but 
you know, that's a good feeling that I can help somebody. Yeah. You know, because, you know, being in this situation, it's not every day that, that, you know, I can do that. That's why I try to do at least something every day, you know, even if it's something as little as holding the door. You know, I pick up the garbage from the end of the Pugs drive, second driveway all the way up to Lyons, you know. I'm, that's, you know, my area. Like, I have to be there, so I do that. That's very and I, nice. And granted, I don't have to, but I do because, you know, I don't want to see that, you know. It drives me nuts. And when I see people throw stuff out their windows, I'm like, hmm, I'll go pick it up right in front of them. Use the garbage, yeah. you know. It's not, you do that at home, probably not. Yeah. Don't do it here. It's a restaurant here. Like, nobody wants to see that. Just certain little things, like, really irk my nerves. Like, can't be that stupid. But, you know, some people, I guess. <laughs> I don't. Well, it was wonderful talking with you. I know we've Thank only you. talked about this for a short while, but we made it happen. You I came know. on the podcast, Feeney Talks with Friends, and I consider you a friend. Um, I will continue to try to support you. Let me know what we can do. I love waving at you. You're a I happy, know. smiling face. Right? Every Monday. <laughs> Cal's great. Charlie? Are you Charlie? Yes. Eric Feeney. Oh. Come on over. Hop on the <laughs> podcast. Say hi, Charlie. We're doing a podcast. No, don't This be is sorry. Charlie. Charlie's a good friend. How's everything? Marty, right? Yeah. Marty's my brother-in-law. Yeah. Nice to see you. Yeah, and his, the oldest one in the family, his sister, was my first wife. Yep. So, uh, he speaks very highly of you. Oh, and well. uh, everyone does. I, you, you, went, you went to Fresh Shank with him. Yes. And Tom and Dave both knew you. Okay. Tom <laughs> Hesh. Hashish, Hash, Hatchy, Hatchy. Hatchy, yeah. Uh, said, he buried my whole family. Yeah. So you must hear that all the mm-hmm. time. Well, uh, I was very honored to be able to own the business for many years. And I put a total of 59 years in here. To wow. Wow. Get him a mic. You get a mic? Is that the mic? That's working? a long time. Let's get Charlie, special guest. We're here go. with Charlie. You don't mind, Chris. Can we talk no, with Charlie not a little at all. bit? Yeah, Charlie. So I was very blessed, uh, as I say, to Here, have the down. honor of serving so many different families in our community over the years. And then as I was approaching the year of 8 I decided it was time for me to retire. And uh, that worked out extremely well. And I was able to take one of my staff uh, who worked for me for... 35 years and he was able to finance the purchase and another one of my old staff who was with me 38 years he's stayed on and he is still with David uh, Skinner working and so overall everything was really good it fell into place and uh, my life has been good I've had three years of retirement already (laughs) and uh, just going well but you look like you're still working right now well, yeah, you look sharp. Th- this is a uh, sideline business of going uh, to all the businesses in Elmwood and uh, 
I had a dream probably 15 years ago at my beach home. Overnight, I dreamt that I uh, was out in the middle of an area where there are flower planters and it looked beautiful. And so I just got started. I had forms made up, got connected to the Knox, Knox. Park Foundation. Yep. And they've been awesome. Knox does a lot of stuff. And uh, it's just been many years of a joy for me to do. It's, it's a lot of work out, but uh, you, know, you drop the application off and hopefully they'll fill them out quickly and make another pass by. And then generally by the 10th or 15th time you pass by, oh yeah, I got your papers, Charlie. <laughs> you know. And a check. What's you your know, phone number? Tell a podcast. We'll, we'll get your beautification, right? Don't you plant? do the planters all the way up and down New Britain Avenue, all the beautiful flowers? We Is do. That your initiative? Yeah. Yep. I think that's wonderful. You yeah. know what I do? Take all the garbage out of them because it drives me nuts that people put garbage in them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your assistance. That See that? Be, yeah. How can people reach you if they want to donate or participate in the beautification? If they were at all interested, I would be more than honored again to go and visit them at their place of business or residence even at uh, my phone number is 860-559-8722 we got to have you be a guest one time you'll be a guest on the show feeney talks with friends marty has been on oh have marty come on again <laughs> <laughs> i get stage shy <laughs> all right well it's great to see you but, yeah thanks for speaking you got a fly i'll take a flyer can I pass one? I'll see Tate next time I see him. He'll sign on. All right. Knox. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot year. of stuff. Well, great to well, see you, Charlie. I, I wish you continued success. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we, Marty left us some of these. It'd be a good friend, but the, your stickers. Yeah. And uh, my wife has got them. A couple spots in the house, you know, and stuff. And, uh, uh, down at our beach home, she's got we've got them in the in the uh, around the swimming pool area. Awesome. And uh, the best of you, folks. Keep up the good work. Likewise. Uh, Thank you. I think you you even more now as I see the uh, good friend logos here, there, there and elsewhere. Definitely. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, see, you didn't. Uh, must be brand new hat. Brand new, brand new. Brand new. I, it's a gift that I took back, and I'm gonna give back. But I just needed it for the sun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Charlie. Well, see you later. Charlie. Bye. Nice Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. My stop number two here today was. <laughs> More than a help, yeah. a chance to meet all of you. I met you previously. Oh, of course. And uh, but uh, to be able to sit with you for a few minutes. Yeah, we're gonna Absolutely. send you the link. You're gonna be on a little bit on the on the podcast. This is episode <laughs> 77. 77 episodes. Oh wow. Well, well, Marty will hear all about it, and you'll watch it with him. I will definitely, <laughs> definitely. All right, bye, Charlie. We're gonna finish up here, and then. Okay. We'll talk. Uh, Thank you, Charlie. Charlie. Have a good day. <laughs>
Oh, Chris. Yes. All right, we're back. We're going to finish up. That was awesome. A little segue, a little special. See, look at that. See what I mean? When you never know who you're going to meet. And every year, I'm always picking out garbage from them. Pick the dead flowers out. Yeah. Making them look pretty again. You help it. You help maintain the beauty of the beautification program. And Charlie appreciates it. We all appreciate it. And again, I appreciate talking with you. Every little thing counts. Your smiles and waves, I'm sure people appreciate. Uh, Familiar, familiar, familiarity, familiarity. Woo! Talk that out. Um, Some words you just can't say. Yeah. But uh, no, it's great to talk with you. Thank you. Again, um, happy to help and just support and talk and be a good friend and uh, you know your familiar face and friendly, happy face and. I think you're a good friend. You hold the door. You pick up trash. You smile. You wave. You ask how you're doing. You can help out when, you know, if a car breaks down. You've helped out in the past, and I'm sure you're going mm-hmm. to continue. Um, Absolutely. And it was uh, special. I'm very honored to talk with you. Thank you. And uh, anything closing remarks for you? No. Just thank you for allowing me to do do this with you. Yeah. All right, well, this is Feeny Talks with Friends, episode 77. And uh, we'll end by saying be a good friend on three. One, two, three. Be Be a a good good friend. friend.